Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hello and welcome to Too Old for TikTok. We are releasing this episode on Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And this week is a very special week for you, Catalina. Please tell us why and congratulations. Thank you so much, Dina. It's so nice of you. Um, today, which is not Thanksgiving in my podcast recording world, I was legally wed um, to my spouse pre- um, prior Yvonne. to... Yvonne, prior to traveling to Argentina, where I will be illegally wed (laughs) or unofficially wed. This is our legal marriage so that we could avoid all the complications of a destination wedding, the legalities of getting married outside of your place of residence. That's so smart of you. Way to think ahead. And I'm so happy you are legally nuptialed. You legal nuptials. Yes, we yep. were nu- mm-hmm. nuped. Oh, that's how, mm-hmm. what they say. Yes. You guys were nuped. And you sent a picture that was lovely. And I noticed your marriage certificate. I thought it was actually a joke because it's in the county of Yolo. Mm-hmm. Now, real how place. is that a real county? It's a real place. It happens to be where Ivan's grandmother lives. It's in California. And it is... Um, the smallest county in California. And the reason that we wow. actually knew about this, which is a little bit sad, was that when Ivan's grandfather was um, about to die, he had a hospice. They had some like hospice people at the house and the hospice paperwork said Yolo County Hospice. <laughs> wow. So you knew about Yolo County from Ivan's grandfather's death. But also, like, YOLO hospice, you only live once hospice. Get it? Oh, I, that went right over my head. Yeah, wow. Wow, Dina. YOLO hospice. If I were to die, which one day I will die, I'd like mm-hmm. to be taken to YOLO County. Okay, I will arrange to have shipped to YOLO. You'll arrange to have me shipped to YOLO? Yeah. My body? Yeah. All of us. That reminds me, I've been watching The Crown, and it's, you know, Princess Diana's death, and they talk about, like, her getting her body back, and there was this whole discussion on if she can have, like, a royal airplane, or it would have been the Harrods airplane. So then the royal family said, even though she was divorced, she can still have the the royal airplane. But my royal airplane will be an airplane to Yolo County. Yes, this makes sense. Uh, Maybe uh, in... Hopefully this will be long from now and maybe there will be some other type of transportation that we can arrange. But sure, let us let us um, agree that I will ship your body. Oh, also, why are you dying before me in this scenario? Oh, yeah, you decided that one. <laughs> you volunteered to ship my body. Wow. Okay, now we see. We see what, what, what you think of my health and your well, health. You are younger than me. Not, not by much, like a year. Age is nothing but an average. Actually, year. 11 months, but who's counting? You, apparently. Anyhow, <laughs> so yes. Anyhow, um, well, congratulations to you and Ivan. I can't wait to celebrate in Argentina, where there won't be any unrest going on with the current elections happening. Everything will be wonderful. Yeah, let's um, manifest that. You know what? Let's manifest a wonderful time in Argentina. And 
I'm just so happy that you and Ivan are nooped. We're nooped. We got nooped. Shall we move on to TikTok? And I wanted to also ask you how you're feeling post our recent internet drama with the podcast. I know we've discussed, and for both of us, it was actually hard for us to watch TikToks this week because anytime we both open the app, we wanted to go to that TikTok to see the comments about us, to see all the drama. It's really just masochistic. But I was able to overcome, and once I got into TikTok and my For You page, it just brought me back to the place of why it's so entertaining and why I love it. And I have not checked that TikTok in a while now, but I will say, shameless plug, our Spotify rating went down. We got it back up. Thank you to everyone who rated, but please rate us five stars on Spotify. Thank you. (laughs) Um, I also realized when I was going back to our episode from last week that we didn't mention in our like shocked moment because this was recorded the day that all that happened. I think we also forgot to mention the guy who made that video, his video was meant to be a joke. And that was why this was all so absurd was that this guy had made a video as a joke and his followers took it so seriously so seriously and then people and we have proof that it was a joke because he commented on our joke apology post saying oh like it was absolutely joke i thought your your podcast was funny and he actually took our joke apology seriously so there was like (laughs) misunderstandings also other people took our joke apology seriously so there was just a lot of like missteps and moments but it did blow over i feel much better and our only repercussion was those people bombing our spotify rating never say never dina i also will say i did not go back and watch i have not had as um positive of a journey as you whereas i also was like i can't i have to stop looking at these comments because it's just like reading yeah. very mean things and very like unnecessarily cutting remarks so i yes. stopped. so for all we know people are still mad but what's nice about the internet is as soon as you go outside and touch grass you truly don't even know what's going on like, I have no idea what people are saying about me online right now. So that's nice. That's a nice thing. Like, if you thing put you your phone down. Put your phone down. Take a yeah, walk. just put your phone down. Take a walk. Touch grass. Touch grass. Is that where that statement comes from? Like, I guess it means touch grass is if you're so out of touch, people say touch grass. But it really does work with the internet. It's meant like, to be like, get outside. Yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah, I will say. And get in nature. Be one with nature. Get in nature. I have not been super (laughs) looped into the talks recently, but that's also just kind of the moment I'm at in my life, in my semester, in my getting because she's getting married. Mm -hmm. You're spoken when you get married. You have less time for yourselves. Do we? Uh, Misses a misses. I'm not a misses because I didn't take his last name. I'm a doctor, so don't get it twisted. She is a doctor. Okay. I continue to be a doctor. Yes, let us talk about TikTok instead of my um, titles. Okay, what is your For You page showing you this week? Even though you haven't really been on that much, I I have. But, you know, you still, you've seen a few videos. Yes, I've seen some. So uh, this was one video. I guess it's by the creator at Pretty Critical. And... (laughs) 
she is, well, let's just play it. My number one style tip is that no one's gonna beat your ass. Like, they're just not. Oh, that jacket's not trending anymore. Those boots make you look like a millennial. I'll stop if you come beat my ass. Not a moment before. Like, realistically, what are you gonna do about it? And I share my style tips on here because I think it's fun, people think it's helpful, but at the end of the day, they're my style tips for my style. What am I gonna do if you don't follow the tips? Nothing. Who's gonna beat your ass? Not me, not anyone. I think I'm currently on the side of TikTok of hair and style advice. So I really like this advice because it's basically like, what are you gonna do, fight me? And this is, again, right. sort of, this actually ties in to what we were saying about just turning off your phone and not reading the comments. I mean, mm -hmm. sure, people could say things about behind your back about your style, but no one's going to come up to you and be like, take those pants off. They're ugly. I mean, maybe right. they and will, honestly, but that would be deranged. <laughs> I mean, in New York City, that may happen. But honestly, I'd rather people talk shit about me behind my back because I'll never know. So... Talk shit. Say my outfit's ugly, disgusting, behind my back. And if I don't know about it, ignorance is bliss. I'm out touching grass. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Well, you're touching pavement, but sure, sure, sure. There is grass in New York City. There's something called Central Park. I'm unfamiliar. Of course you are because you live in Ohio. Wow. Burn. And there's a lot of grass to touch in Ohio. So yeah, that's it for me on my algorithm. Not too much to report. And mostly because I'm not allowing my algorithm to see me right now because I have an out of office um, when it comes to TikTok mm -hmm. at the moment. But I'll be, I'll, I'll come back around slowly. How about you, Dina? So... F1 happened in Vegas this prior weekend, and I love the show Drive to Survive on Netflix. I also was on a weird Vegas side of TikTok because my brother lived there. So I was getting F1 content, and then when it went to Vegas, I feel like it really hit my For You page. And they were saying it was like the fire Festival of Vegas, at least the first night. I got so many videos. So the first one was uh, a video by at Danny Morin, 13. It is a PR nightmare over here at F1 Las Vegas. Everything has gone south, okay? There's a pothole in the ground. The race was delayed. The race is currently happening, but they decided to kick everybody out. So people have traveled countries to watch this race. They have spent tens of thousands of dollars for the weekend. The race is happening, and they're being told, that we're all being told, you cannot watch the race. You have to go to your hotel room and broadcast it. I am a little confused because I was under the impression that F1 was in Texas. Is it no longer in Texas? There's a lot of F1 races. There's a whole season, so it is also in Texas. It's also oh, in like, Saudi Arabia. It's also in Monte Carlo. It's, it's also in the UK. So it's the first time, I think it was in maybe in Vegas like 40 years ago, but it's the first time in a while. The whole thing was that Vegas spent like billions of dollars to get the city ready for it. They had to repave mm -hmm. roads. They had to build new bridges. They had to build new things. And then they priced it so astronomically. And then the prices plummeted that weekend because like not as many people were showing up. A car went over a pothole, like one of the F1 cars went over a pothole. And that's when it just derailed a whole practice run that people paid money for. And now there's a class action lawsuit because people paid for tickets and couldn't see anything. But the actual race itself 
apparently was good. I know nothing about Formula One. I only know that it came to Austin and they built a track for it. Um, so I guess any it's disappointing to get tickets to an event and not be able to see the event, but this was certainly not on my radar. I like that you are now on the car racing side of TikTok. That's a that's a niche I didn't really expect from you. It's not just any car racing. It's F1 and I I'm also so sorry. love Rich the show people so car much. racing. <laughs> yes, but I love the show so much. I will not follow the current season cuz I want to wait to see what happens when the show comes out. I didn't even know there was a show. It's amazing. It's called Drive to Survive. I knew nothing about Formula Run racing or anything. And then I watched the show and I love the characters. I kind of want to drive a Formula One car. I think I would be good at it. I think that that sounds like something you would do. One day. All right. But moving on from Formula One, this is taking a, a turn because I'm also on the show tunes side of TikTok. And now there's a creator named actually Yelsa. And she does something with One Day More, you know, the song from Les Mis, that is hilarious. And when I play the audio, it it sounds a little like it doesn't line up because she duets herself. So she's duetted herself three times to take different parts of the song One Day More with this weird instrument she has that has like a smiley face on it. I'll play a little bit. Making my tongue sing One Day More until the entire song is finished. Day two. The To me, that's pure joy. That brings a smile to my face. I just love this so much. Do you know what this instrument is? No, I don't. I've never seen it before. It is. Yeah. Well, I don't remember the name. It looks like a toilet plunger. But I know she says the name of it. It's like Tom something. She says the name of it in the video, but it's hard to hear what what she's saying. Um, I've seen some TikToks with this instrument on Ivan's For You page, actually, because he, his For You page is just always some sort of weird shit popping off. So I've seen ones with someone who's like going to play that instrument, but then it never really starts or it just goes on too long. So I, what I liked about this video was that there was a point to it because I think some people like to just show off the instrument, but actually there's like no point to their video. Oh no, she she nails the parts of One Day More. It is fantastic. Next up, we have it's a new section, but we do like to talk about brands on TikTok. So there's one brand that's near and dear to Catalina's heart from <laughs> when she lived in Oswego. Oswego? Did I just wow. say Oswego? You did. I was. I, I was a little. Wow. Shocked ew. By that. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Oswego. Little Caesars. This TikTok. Came across my FYP. I need to explain why Little Caesars was like an important moment of my life. Yeah, you do. Oh, the name of the, um, the name of the instrument is an otamatone. Otamatone. Yes, yes, yes. 
Yes, thank you. You're welcome. So back to Little Caesars. So Little Caesars was when I used to live in Oswego, New York, um, the Ohio of the Northeast. I would, this was also peak pandemic, and I would on Thursdays see my neighbor, my across the street neighbors recycling that they would put out. And I started to notice a pattern that every Thursday, no matter what, my neighbors would put out eight to up to 24, but most of the time it was eight to 12 pizza boxes from Little Caesars. No other locations, always Little Caesars. And so, you know, you see this once and you're like, yeah, okay, they had a pizza party. You start seeing it every week and you realize that they eat Little Caesars pizza at least eight to 12 Little Caesars pizzas every single week, which to me, that's some brand loyalty. That is honestly not, wouldn't be my choice. I probably would go with Domino's, I gotta say. Um, but I I think I could eat all Little Caesars pizza, but it's the consistency with which they were eating Little Caesars pizza. I, I decided to convince myself that they had won one of those like unlimited for your entire life sweepstakes. And so they were really cashing in on the sweepstakes because otherwise, or they just really love Little Caesars pizza. But because of that, now people knowing this, uh, my history with my neighbor who mysteriously ate more Little Caesars than I've ever seen in my entire life, um, people will always ta- talk to me or tag me and things about Little Caesars. And therefore, Dina said, speaking of Catalina, Little Caesars, <laughs> or whatever you said. You definitely didn't say it that way, but you said something. That was a beautiful telling of your tale of your time in Oswego, because that is all people remember you being in Oswego by is your little Caesars post. So you would post the videos of the boxes and it became, you know, I would look forward to it was a series every week. I would look forward to you posting these boxes of little Caesars. Well, it was a mystery. I do agree at one point. Yeah. Mystery. Every week, you wouldn't know more boxes, less boxes, but they would be there. Now, I like the idea of you saying that it was an unlimited pizza. You know, they won something where they got unlimited pizza for life. But because of this TikTok and because I see the comments, I think they had employee discounts. So I think one of them was an employee of Little Caesars and would just bring home things and a discount because... So this TikTok video is what is the, the that what is the mascot of Little Caesar? How do you explain it's that? Caesar. It's Caesar. It's, it's Caesar, Caesar, but it's like it looks like a sock puppet. Yeah, it's Little Caesar. Pizza pizza. Right. It's pizza pizza. It's it just looks like a little sock pu- puppet to me. But this video is just Little Caesar, the mascot, doing fall things. He's by a pumpkin patch. He's in leaves, and a lot of the comments are. Oh, this is so cute, like Little Caesar in the fall. Some of the comments were, I wish you would give employee discounts on drinks. Oh. Now, I don't know if this is a troll, just like, say, like, pretending to work there and then, like, trying to elicit change from their manager on TikTok. (laughs) But strange. I wonder if they don't get discounts on drinks, but they get discounts on pizza. Who knows? I'm reading very much far too into that because of your Little Caesars experience. I hate to break it to you, Dina, but I all but confirmed that they were not employees 
at Little Caesars. You could what? How did you confirm that? You never spoke to the, them. It was you two individuals, one of whom it was a mom and a son. The mom was definitely like a nurse or worked in healthcare because she would get in and out of her car. This makes me sound like a huge stalker. I would like to remind everyone that it was the pandemic. We were all trapped inside and therefore I would watch my neighbors come and go. It was also last week in New York. I had nothing to do. It was like, babe, the new Little Caesars recycling bin dropped. <laughs> but um, so, <laughs> so she definitely worked in healthcare of some sort because she would wear scrubs. And the son... I never saw him. We even went to Little Caesars to sort of investigate, but I never saw him in a way that would indicate that he worked there. I think that maybe because of the long hours that she worked at her job, which I'm assuming because if she worked in healthcare, especially during the pandemic, I'm assuming it was just like an affordable and fast option. That's sort of my reasoning that they just sort of had a pattern. I think Little Caesar needs to reach out to them. Like, first of all, such a missed opportunity not talking to them and just getting to know them. But Little Caesar should, instead of just doing videos with this, you know, Little Caesar mascot, go to the people who are are brand loyal and and Mm -hmm. ask them, you know, what is it about Little Caesars? That's a story I will be invested in. The little mascot, eh, you know, whatever. Yeah. Good for the brand, but... You the interview thing? this woman who lived across the street, I guarantee you people will will buy into Little Caesars. What I don't really regret having not spoken to them because I think I would have weirded them out by being like, I've been watching you for two years. But... <laughs> okay, okay. You have um, a point. I, the one regret I do have, it was so funny too, because people would be like, write them a letter, knock on their door, get them a gift card, like something. <laughs> yeah. And for me, the main question that I had was, what's your order? I just really wanted to know what their order is. I feel like if someone's that loyal, they have a go-to order. Are they getting toppings? Are they getting the cheesy bread? Are they just getting plain pizza? I would like to know that too. I need to know. I need to know. We'll never know. know. It's a mystery. I know. But speaking of brands and TikTok, something a brand did that was really good, and it was this human interest story, was there was a woman who posted her car, which was burned to a crisp. So it must have got into an accident or something. But she said, oh, like, look at my burnt, horrible car. What lasted was the Stanley Cup. The Stanley Cup looked untouched. So then the brand Stanley responds to this woman's video oh and said, oh, I love that your Stanley Cup has survived the fire. We're glad you're okay. We're going to send you Stanley Cups. And then not only that, we are going to replace your car. <gasps> now, the comments all said, Stanley, I'm going to, you're a great brand. I am going to buy Stanley Cups. You know, it was the CEO who was saying this. That is such a smart brand move, such a good way to use TikTok. It was, uh, what I just, you know, great, great Dina. story. When you said Stanley Cup, I thought you were talking about, like, the hockey cup. And I was like, why did this woman have the Stanley Cup in her vehicle? (laughs) So Ben thought the same thing when I told him that story. And he was like, okay, so how did she get the Stanley Cup? Like, she bought the Stanley Cup. And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, uh, wait, did I like zone out? And she was talking. Yes, now I, I, I through context clues, I it's like a mug. You were talking about the yeah. mugs. 
but not I thought you were talking about yeah. the Stanley Cup. And the I was hockey. Like, wow. I'm surprised you went to Stanley Cup because you're not like such a sports person. Wow. I think that because I I think people call the Stanley Cups that are not the Stanley Cup. I think they call them just Stanley or the Stanley Tumbler. I don't know. I could be wrong though. I have no idea. The Tumbler. Yeah. Or they're okay. like my Stanley. My anyway. Stanley. It only goes by first name. It's like Cher, Madonna. The Stanley. Okay. So we have a great stitch this week. Stitch, ditch. Stitch, stitch, stitch. This video is by at T underscore Burris. Where do the 35 to 40-year-old people hang out? In our damn bed because half of us can't drink no more because our stomach fucked up and we can't eat like we used to eat. We hurt from head to toe and half of us got osteomysporosis. What are you doing as a 35-year-old, Dina? I'm staying home sometimes, but sometimes I'm going out and I'm acting up and I'm getting real hungover. That's what happens when you're 35. I mean, this creator's right. A lot of times you just... You just want to stay in. I think the one thing that I've noticed the most about being in my 30s, even though I've sort of been on this train forever, is everyone is very particular about their sleeping now. Like you need whatever accoutrements, whatever setting, whatever temperatures, whatever type of bed, whatever atmosphere. I feel like most of my friends now... Mm have established what allowed like sleep is very valuable to us when i was 23 when when i was 21 Mm, i could go drink until three in the morning and go work at a cafe at 6 a.m and be like haha now if i don't get my eight hours i'm dead i'm vomiting you more so than me i think but me like when i was when we were in college like we didn't need to sleep at all we went out we went to school we went to work it didn't matter now, if I'm at work hungover, it is miserable. It mm. is horrible. I went out this past Friday night, did karaoke, had a, like a lot of soju. I mixed a lot of different alcohols. Was very hungover the next day. Usually, I would want to drink the ne- you know, on a Saturday. I was at a party. I couldn't drink at the party. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's sad. It's bleak. I had two glasses of wine this afternoon. I'm tired. I'm ready to take a nap. I fell asleep in the car. Two glasses of wine. Who am I? I'm a 34-year-old. You know what you are? A 34-year-old married woman doctor. (laughs) This creator mentions a condition, osteo-something. Do you know what that is? Osteoporosis? No, no. Ostomyporosis. I think she meant to say osteoporosis. I think it was a joke. She was like saying... So yeah, maybe combining a whole bunch of things like yeah. arthri- arthritis, some, you know, everything's in pain. I mean, I will say I do have arc- arth- necrotic bones in my ankles, but that happened when I was like 27. Necrotic bones? Does that mean they're dead bones? Yeah, it's dead. No, the blood stopped going there, so it's dead. You know where that bone should go? Uh, I don't know where. <laughs> Yolo County. Good one. That was really good. That was really good. I'll just cut off my ankle. Leave it in Yolo County. Leave it in Yolo. Okay. And you know what stitch just, it won't go away. It's really the stitch of 2023. Susie, damn Susie. She was back on my For You page. And this time she posted a video with Gordon Ramsay. She was in Vegas. And so now 
Gordon Ramsay's in on it. Here's the video. Recently, everybody thinks I'm crazy because they don't like store ball pesto. What do you think about that? Uh, I think it's a good thing, the fact that you don't like store ball. More importantly, you can make a great bloody pesto, so no more store ball. <laughs> this is the new pesto queen. Yes, thank you. So you're crazy because you don't like store ball pesto. That's right. Yeah, we're both yeah. crazy together. Yeah, we are both crazy. Also, yeah. listen, Christmas makes a great chef. Never forget that. Good job, Susie. This just makes me want to buy store-bought pesto. Wow. Actually, I fully agree with Susie. I don't like store-bought pesto. I mean, I would eat it, but I don't want it. My mom makes really good pesto when we have basil in the garden at home. She makes a good pesto. So, of course, homemade pesto is better. But I I like all pesto. Pesto is just great. Call me crazy, but I like all pesto. Okay. This... We're going to put in the song audio category because there's a song closely associated with this video. But Ashley, friend of the pod, said she saw when she opened her TikTok, it said someone you may know because you have their phone number in and it connects with contacts now. And so she pops it open and it's a video by her super. And it's the only video that the super has posted. And it's just him staring at the camera i thought it was a picture i think he's just still like still as can be holding the camera Mm. okay you know what let's see but it's to this song the song is called gorgeous by t grizzly and skilla baby catalina you're correct it is a photo So it's just a photo of himself. I have had this happen to me now many times where people will find you on TikTok through your contacts. And I'm friends with some of my work colleagues on there. And I, they followed me. So I'm just like, whatever. I'm not really posting anything. (laughs) One of my colleagues makes these hilarious collages of her dog. And so every time she posts one, it's like the longest video of her dog. And I love them so much. And I like, if it weren't someone I work with, I would want to send them to people. But since it's someone I work with who like doesn't really have followers, it's going to show that I, that someone sent it. And I just love, I love, I bet she wouldn't even care. I could tell her like, I love your dog collage videos and I'm sending them to my friends. (laughs) But I just, I try not to. Yeah, you'd be boosting her algorithm. But that was what I was thinking with Ashley sending us her supers video. That guy's going to see that someone sent his video, but he won't see. Yeah, his. I don't think he's actually keen on it. Like, like I don't think he's checking the metrics of TikTok. He's an older <laughs> gentleman. I love the comments. Someone just said, whose grandpa is that? And it's so funny to just see people in a different light. Because, like, I post on TikTok, too. And I'm sure, like, random people from my past have just come across my videos. And it's like, what is this bitch up to? And there I am. I also feel that we should explain to people who don't live in New York City what a super is. If you think that's necessary, then please do. It is an individual who runs your building, essentially. They're not the owner of the building, but they manage like maintenance and things like that. And they're pretty much always around right? or a phone call away. So this is someone who they're not your landlord, but it's landlord adjacent. That was a good explanation, yes. Thank you. All right, what's next? All right, our content creator spotlight of the week is Sarah Walner. Uh, Her and her sister have been posting videos of confessions that have happened since our mom passed away. 
and they're really hilarious and the tone is perfection it's a great series here's an example we're back for a very anticipated part two of confessions that have happened since our mom passed away so i had a little bit of a situation and i had to move twice in two months um and on the second chaotic move i somehow a box landed on my stove and the stove may or may not have turned on and the box caught on fire and i had to leave it outside for like a whole day and my, my new apartment smelled like smoke <laughs> i was immediately evicted okay number two when we were moving your stuff out of your old apartment we accidentally dropped your really nice dyson vacuum and the, the wheel popped off <laughs> And it rolled across the driveway and Katie had to crawl underneath a stranger's car to get it. We were able to somewhat repair it though, so. But now it no longer works, so. Oh, oh. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> had these come up on your For You page, Catalina? No, Dina, because I'm currently um, eat, pray, loving, and touching grass, and I'm not engaging with the algorithm. Yeah, I think these got a lot of tractions. They were probably picked up by like the Today Show and other outlets. Uh, it's just like a funny way to look at grief and I don't know, a sisterly bond. Now, were they known before they started making these videos about their mom or this they sort of blew up because of these videos? I think she was known before these videos. She, she had um, a few other posts that were super successful, but this has definitely taken her to the next level of TikTok fame, I would say. Next up is our celebrity on TikTok spotlight. I'd like to thank my friend Inji for alerting me to this side of TikTok because I'm definitely not on Enrique Iglesias' performance side of TikTok, but my friend Inji is because she tried to get tickets to like Pitbull and Enrique Iglesias and couldn't get them. So, I mean, his performances are unhinged and there's one video by at ariel diaz here's how he sounds it's bad and then a lot of other videos are just him humping the floor on stage like is he well I don't know I mean, what's happening with Enrique Iglesias. Okay, first of all, Iglesias, not Inglesias. Igle sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. Serious apologies. Oswego. Oswego Bolognese. Um, so, <laughs> at least I pronounce Bolognese right, according to oh. people in the UK. Well, I'm so glad that they will welcome you there with open arms. <laughs> um, I think that these videos are taken out of context. Like, I think, first of all, I don't know, the first, the one that he sounds weird in, maybe he was really that, sounded like that live. But I, I don't know. You, you see a lot of these videos from performances where singers are having, like, an off day or they're, like, doing particularly poorly. Yeah. I want to know if this is every day for him, first of all. Like, I want to know, I want to go to a show and see it. Secondly, singers that dance a lot oftentimes use like backing tracks. Also, I don't trust anything I see online. Like I bet someone could take the audio. I mean, wow, I'm really coming out. Like I'm going to bat for Enrique Iglesias right now. 
but I don't know if I fully believe it. I don't know if I fully believe it. I do agree that it could be a one-off. It's taken out of context, but I don't think anyone altered his sound, and I think the backing track was much too low, and he was actually singing that. That is my thought on that. So I do think he sounded horrible. You're allowed to have an off day. Everyone has an off day. I don't think he always sounds like this, but this video is crazy. A lot of other videos that my friend Inji sent, some of them were like, this is the best concert ever. Just, I think it's very campy. And I think he knows that he just is, he's extra. Like his dance moves are extra. I mean, the singing aside, but I think he, it could be it could be on purpose like it's getting him attention so he, he probably does know what he's doing i didn't realize that enrique iglesias was like still performing on so tour. much the last engagement yeah. that i had with him was when we were in college my sister got me and her and some other people a series of very weird gig jobs where we gave out dentine ice to concert goers at these like vip concerts put on by univision and so there was a mark anthony there was a j-lo and there was an enrique but now i can't remember if the enrique was like we were supposed to go to it but then we didn't but i that was the kind of last time i ever thought about him and that was a decade ago right so I mean, I guess... The fact that you can't even remember if you went or didn't go, that's, I mean, that tells it all. Well, it tells it all that it wasn't particularly memorably bad as well. It was mediocre at best. Or didn't happen. Who knows? I think... (laughs) You'd be a terrible juror or witness. Maybe it happened, maybe it didn't. Okay, but I do think that he makes sense as a performer someone who's like a resident in vegas like i feel like that level of celebrity and of kind of like reputation from a certain era i would go see him in vegas not for six hundred dollars yeah i would like 50 right but he's on tour i think he's on tour with pitbull okay actually it's so good it's not only pitbull and enrique it is also ricky martin Oh, so it's the three of them on tour, right? That's why Inji wanted to go because I mean, oh, it's who the tr- wouldn't want to go? It's the, the trilogy tour, the trilogy, the trilogy tour. tour. Yeah, I would go to that. So would I. Uh, it's hard to get tickets, um, but uh, the big draw for me would be Pitbull. I'd love to see Pitbull perform. But now, looking at these Enrique videos, I would love to see him. Oh, you know, Bailando came out in 2014. That's still 10 years ago. He does have a new song. I would go. I would go see it for myself. All right. Last but not least, we have TikTok drama. Now, Catalina, do you know what Half-Baked Harvest is? Yes. Okay. And do you know the girl behind it, Tegan Gerard? I have known about her and sort of the conversation about her on the internet for a while now. Yes. You have. I have not. I was just introduced to it this week via TikTok, and I got a lot of backlash drama TikTok about Half-Baked Harvest, and I was thinking to myself, what is Half-Baked Harvest? Not realizing it was even an influencer. So I went down a deep rabbit hole about this girl and about Half-Baked Harvest, 
But there was one TikTok that pretty much summed it all up. And it's just text. It's one of these TikToks where it's just a bunch of texts over like a person's face. So the user Salmon Quinka wrote, What's my Roman Empire, you ask? Half-baked harvest. Why are the recipes so poorly written, but also the same thing over and over? It took the New York Times a year to schedule an interview when she seemingly doesn't leave the family compound. The stolen recipes, the constant typos, the bizarrely expensive fashion recommendations that I don't believe anyone is asking for. Over 5 million followers? I'll never stop thinking about it. So that all kind of sums up all the controversy surrounded her, but she's she's just she's an influencer who got famous off of food and recipes. What what do you know about her? I know that she's an influencer who is a cookbook author. I know that the New York Times recently did a interview, I believe, with her, which is why people are now talking about her on TikTok, the interview, or I don't know if this was an interview or just an article. It was an interview. So the, the whole point of that, the yes. controversy too, was the New York Times writer says that it took, like they were trying to schedule this interview for a year. So everyone's yeah. like, oh, that's so weird. Like how, why did it take a year? Like things don't match up. Some, I also, I saw another TikTok video where this girl, Tegan, who's behind the half-baked harvest brand, would allow them to try like two recipes but Mm -hmm. she was like really adamant about which they were it was like very difficult she's basically just extremely difficult to work with according to many many people who've worked with her Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i knew about her because i'm into food media and i had seen a lot of the I, i follow one of the users or one of the creators creators influencers who she is said to have um, plagiarized and so I remember seeing that creator Mm. post about her but the problem was that their names Mm. are kind of similar on the internet so I couldn't remember who was who for the longest time um (laughs) and then I would just see different things online about her and about like her and politics and her and culture you know it was particularly with white food creators who are cooking things like pho or dal or different types of like Asian, South Asian, East Asian cuisines and presenting them without context and without attribution and without any sort of historicization, historicization, I can't speak right now, Um, but decontextualizing these dishes and presenting them as if they're something new or something innovative or like watering them down for a certain palate. There's a lot of discourse online about this and sort of contesting it. So I've seen that in that context, I've seen her come up a lot, but I don't follow her and I never have. And I don't think I will. Yeah. I never heard of her until I got these TikToks about the New York Times piece and why she's controversial. And I just found it uh, interesting. And I like it for a new section we have called TikTok drama. TikTok drama. Which could have been, we were our own TikTok drama. I, know, I was just thinking last that we week. But. And there's always drama on TikTok. I I think also this half day yeah. service thing is an example of on TikTok people recapitulating think pieces that are kind of popular online right now. Mm-hmm. So yes, that's the yes, vibe. Absolutely. 
Excellent. Well, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Thank you for listening and enjoy the holiday. And I hope everyone has something to be thankful for. I'm very thankful for you, Catalina, wonderful co-host, wonderful married woman living in Ohio. Wow. Not me, a married woman. Not me. Okay. Anyway. Bye. Bye.